great musical once said, you know what time it is, it's summertime, it's our vacation baby, unfortunately that is no longer the case for me, because I am what, drum roll, a working man. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the High Low Podcast, joining me today again is no one but myself. Um, <laughs> it's been a bit hectic, not gonna lie, uh, past couple of days I've been really 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 busy, so I didn't have the chance to prepare a lot for this episode this is actually the first time I'm going without any script at all or without doing any prior research. I definitely um, want to, you know, educate you guys, uh, you know, to d- give you some interesting facts about the world. But um, maybe it's time to break the routine a little bit, right? So, yeah, as I was saying, uh, <laughs> I uh, unfortunately do not have the luxury anymore to do whatever I want during summertime. And I I actually need to maintain the same routine that I've had for, I, I think, the past like six, seven months. Uh, life gets a bit routine-ish at that point uh, after finishing university. If you start work, I mean, you're forced to kind of get into the routine. You need to make it work on time. Uh, you finish at a certain time. Then you want to, I don't know, you want to do something for yourself or you want to go and exercise. So that like takes a bit out of your energy and what you're left with is just time to sleep. That's okay though. That's okay. You can always you can always make up for the lost time over the weekend. You can always plan for I don't know interesting adventures and um, some some nice activities to do with your friends. Uh, but for those of you who do have the opportunity to enjoy summer, I really have I really hope you have a great time and and you know you just just go have fun, just party. I mean I know for me at least. Summer was always, you know, a bit boring for me because you know, the first couple of weeks are interesting. Uh, you guys are going out every day. But then after a certain point, you're thinking, God, like what now? I've seen all of my friends. We've done this, that, uh, this, this and that. What is there to do? You can go on a vacation with your family. That That's for like, I don't know, a week or two. You're still left with like a good, a decent couple of months um, of just like having nothing to do. I, I've always wanted, or at least I've always told myself, come on, Faisal, you need to do something. Uh, I've had this, um, I don't know, this feeling that I had to do something useful, something uh, that is going to benefit me. Uh, I was a bit lazy. I wasn't always motivated to do so. But thinking about it, I could have made so, like, I could have used my time so much better. Uh, so here I am giving you some advice about this. Um, I would definitely recommend getting a summer job, that's for sure. Um, over the summer, uh, I think it was the summer of 2020, uh, between 2020 and 2021, I was stuck at university. I did not go back home because I knew there was this full lockdown. I mean, Jordan had this uh, pretty intense lockdown regime and... I did not want to be part of it whatsoever, so I stayed in St. Andrews. Um, after June, places started to open, and I remember I had a couple of friends who worked at Gorgeous Cafe, which is a local cafe you can find in St. Andrews. would definitely recommend that you guys go and check it out. It's actually pretty nice. It's actually pretty cozy, pretty comfy, and the staff are really nice. You get good food as well. Uh, and they have um, just a huge selection, a wide variety of options from 
sandwiches to coffees and milkshakes and snacks and you know you know what goes on like it's this the same as starbucks except that everything is uh made fresh um on a daily basis um and they, you could even see them making most of the stuff in front of you but yeah um it was the first time of me working as a waiter and um at first, I had pretty little to do, but, you know, that's the case with any new job. I mean, it was it was a busy period for them. Uh, they recently opened. The government has um, offered, uh, not offered, but the, like the government has enforced this kind of scheme uh, where every, I believe, Monday and Thursday, it was like 50% off. So there were a lot of people. And, you know, when there's a lot of people, Places like these, they get a bit hectic. People are all, all over the place. The staff is a bit lost. You know, you're trying to satisfy all the customers. The customers are not always happy. They want things done quickly, done efficiently. But yeah, so I gave it a couple of days and I was like constantly working, doing some good shifts. Uh, I was just doing the dishes, but, you know, I was I was trying to show them that you know, I'm, I'm trying my best with everything that I'm doing, no matter how small it is. Um, so yeah after those couple of days they they were like okay Faisal I would okay we would like you to take care of one two and three so I've had the opportunity to do a bunch of different stuff um, from making coffees to making sandwiches whether they were for uh, people who were dining in or sitting in or people who ordered food um, by delivery and I've also had the the opportunity to make some meals, um, set up plates, make coffees, cones, all of this. Uh, however, I, I did not enjoy doing all of those stuff, to be honest. I really enjoyed being a waiter, although everyone else hated it. What did I like about being being a waiter? It's the, the part where I get to interact with the customers. I get to take orders, you know, go up and down the stairs. I was really an active person. Uh, back then, still am, by the way, uh, just an FYI, not bragging, mm-hmm. uh, but, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I enjoyed being a waiter, it's it's just like you're constantly on the go, you're constantly moving, you're, you're not sitting in the small kitchen where all the staff used to sit while they're waiting for our new customers or new orders to come in. And the kitchen was the same place where we, uh, we were cleaning the plates, using the, um, what was it called, the uh, dishwasher, uh, making all the foods, all the teas and drinks. So it was it was really, really hectic in there, and I didn't want to be in there. Um, I'm surprised I didn't get dehydrated because I stayed there for a while. And whenever I had nothing to do, I was in the kitchen, drying some plates, putting stuff in the, um, in the dishwasher, and then just stacking them up again making sure they're ready for the next for the next customers who come in um but it was it was a great experience i've learned a lot Uh, i've learned how to deal with people especially people who are a bit hard Uh, maybe they're a bit they're less patient than than usual uh they might be rude sometimes, uh, but I'm not the type of person who really cares about what others say as long as I'm not doing anything bad. If I did something bad and someone commented, then yeah, okay, makes sense. I would I would just apologize. However, when you're doing nothing wrong, you're doing your best. When you have like a slow program that you're working with to take orders, 
you can get some comments here and there about your speed and you're like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care. I'm doing my job. Uh, my boss is happy. Um, I'm trying my best. So what? Um, so yeah, it's, it's just like communication. I mean, you can make uh, money as well and you can always make new friends, which is something I really needed at that time because... As I said, during the summer, St. Andrews is a really quiet place. Uh, it's just filled with the locals. You don't have any of the students. I mean, most students are away. So it's like a ghost town, to be honest. And um, yeah, this gave me an opportunity to make some new friends, whether they were locals or uh, other students who stayed over the summer. I wish... I kind of did that beforehand and, you know, I, did, I wish I continued on being a waiter during the semester. However, I've, I've told you before, time, I was really restricted in terms of time. Um, I found it really hard to manage doing like multiple stuff during the day. Other friends, um, I'm not going to name them, but they were insane. They had uh, a job at the same cafe or the same coffee, coffee shop. Uh, they used to do the same amount of submissions as I did and they've also had time to socialize, bake and do stuff that they like. I, on the other hand, I only dedicated my time towards like a little bit of socializing and but it was, it was mostly focused on working and uh, just, uh, doing some sports. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, I, I shouldn't have taken university that, uh, that seriously. I could have, you know, I could have slacked off a bit and still had the same results uh, but I used to worry a lot that's why uh, so yeah summer jobs are definitely a thing and that's and I think it's crucial to get one um, and for university students I mean of course internships have the top priority they're uh, they're the most important thing you should always aim and go for an internship I'll talk about it a little bit later uh, but if you couldn't or if you didn't feel like doing something and you, and you wanted, but re the rest of your friends were and you, you wanted to feel like you're being, yeah, no, you're contributing to the society, you're doing something uh, that is beneficial, you can always find a summer job like this. But if you were a uni student, um, I guess you will be looking for an internship. An internship is really, really important and it's one of the things that I regret not doing because it made the uh, job search a bit harder. Uh, first year of uni, like the summer between first and second year, I told myself, okay, I want to relax and just have a bit of fun. Uh, don't want to pressure myself too much. I mean, at that point, I, I made that excuse because I didn't know whether I enjoyed or whether I actually enjoyed computer science or not. So I was debating whether I should go for an internship or not, whether I should continue pursuing a career or a degree in computer science. Um, the second year of uni, I did, or like, sorry, the summer between the second year and third year, I did try to get an internship, but because of my, uh, sorry, the lack of expertise and the fact that I was a bit, um, I was a bit overconfident, um, I, I actually ended up messing up a couple of opportunities, really great opportunities. One of them was, uh, was with JP Morgan. I guess the others were with, um, I've had an internship from other places. Maybe it's Microsoft. Um, I, I need to go back to the list. I'm not going to name them when I'm not sure. But I do know that JP Morgan was for sure one of them. And I did get an interview. I did not prepare anything. I had an assessment, which I did not prepare for. I was like, yeah, I can easily solve the problems that they give me. Um, so, and I can easily answer any question I get asked. Um, I got the assessment. 
I I looked at it. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's easy. Let's do it. So I started doing it. I, I wasn't even mentally prepared. I was just doing it to just get rid of this task. I For me, it was like a burden, something that I had to do, not something I wanted to do, which is another factor as to why I ended up messing up. Um, yeah, and um, following that uh, experience, I was like, oh my God, if I couldn't get this JP Morgan one, which a lot of people said was easy, I'm not gonna get anything else. Um, I did try to go for a couple more. I think Amazon was another one, but Amazon is very, very, very exhausting. It's an exhausting experience. Uh, maybe we'll get into that later. Maybe we'll talk about the whole interview process later. We'll see how it goes and how much time we uh, we have. Um, um, so yeah, um, sorry, I'm stuttering a lot because I'm just all over the place. I don't have any notes in front of me, so I'm a bit distracted. Again, um, when you get in this lack of preparation, it, it it reduced my chances of getting something abroad. So I went back to Jordan. I got an interview. Uh, sorry, I got an internship at a company called Progressoft, which is the one I, I'm working at at the moment. Um, I interned there as a security, as part of the information security team, and it was it went really well. I was having a lot of fun. I was like, okay, let me. I would like to get more into or like focus a bit more into the idea of like uh, cybersecurity and information security. Uh, so um, I tried doing a bit more reading about that the topic. Uh, I also took a bit of uh, networking. Uh, by networking, I mean like uh, it's uh, it's like how the internet is built, how we have how how can we set up like local networks wide area network so it's not networking as in like how to communicate with one person to another and how to form uh, or build your network but it was actually about like physical internet uh, networks um, I did that I took an exam and I also took a certificate so I'm a certified uh, I'm a CCNA certified uh, person <laughs> uh, CCNA stands for certified uh, Cisco Certified Network Associate. That's what it is. Um, so I've obtained this. I had a bit of. I had an idea about what networking was. I had an idea about what uh, what what it took or what 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 was it like to work in the field of cybersecurity. And then I went into third year. You know, happy days. I was doing well. And then came the summer between third and fourth year. This is when COVID struck. Again, I couldn't really get an. Um, a proper internship i believe i believe the reason was i was a bit late when it came to applying um and i the covid struck and it made it really difficult to get a job or land sorry an internship uh, some of my friends did and i'm actually really happy for them uh, some of them now work for the same companies they've interned at i knew that having an internship at that point was crucial because it would kind of secure me a job after graduation which is something I wanted to do but because I was late because I couldn't manage my time well and I didn't have the opportunity to or sorry I didn't give, give myself the opportunity to practice a lot of uh, those coding questions which they ask during interviews and they ask during um, um, during those assessments that they give you I, I ended up not doing well and I ended up messing things up uh, I've also applied to Amazon uh, then and I couldn't get it. Amazon was always a difficult one. 
I've always struggled to obtain a job there. And just because, again, the process is exhausting. It, they've had, so applying to Amazon was like, you, you apply to them, they respond like oh, two weeks, three weeks later, uh, they give you the first assessment that you do. First assessment is easy peasy. It's a bit of debugging. They give you some code. They tell you what is wrong with this code. How can you fix it? You have like those, I guess, like five, seven questions that you need to solve in, in 20 minutes. So it's good. It's decent. Um, any programmer who who has like decent qualifications would be able to solve it basically. Following that step, if you do pass, you get another assessment. This assessment is a coding one. You get two questions. Both uh, questions aim to tackle your problem solving, analytical, and your ability to write algorithms and write them efficiently. Um, those ones are really, really difficult. However, if you do go on YouTube and you type in... Um, Amazon uh, first coding assessment uh, questions or if you go on Google you'll find you'll find some examples and not gonna lie one of the questions was exactly like the one I've practiced on uh, the other one had a similar idea to uh, a question that I've practiced just the day before uh, I sold the assessment uh, so that that went well I guess um, but then afterwards they, they gave me the HR questions the HR questions are not actually it wasn't the HR. I think it was uh, like a job simulation. So this job simulation, it's a bit of a pain. It's uh, it's a bit tedious. It's a bit frustrating as well. They give you different scenarios. And for each scenario, they give you a, a list of answers. Those answers, you either select one of the options that are offered or you rank the options in terms of what you are most likely to do to what is what are you mo least likely to do. And then based on your answers, they try to uh, identify who you are. They try to know what type of person you are and whether your personality aligns with uh, the networks, uh, sorry, the company's aims and goals and culture. Um, failed at that one, obviously. Otherwise, I would have told you, oh, yeah, I work at Amazon. Uh, so at that point... That was the point where I went on and I did uh, and just worked at a coffee shop. Uh, now, I'm not going to hide it from you guys. I did have the opportunity to work with one of my friends uh, who uh, did an interview with me, Daniel Afshar. He had his company back then and he offered me, he was like, come on, if you don't have anything to do, why don't you just come and code with me? Even if you don't know the languages, uh, tell me how much, how much time you need to learn those languages and how much time each task is going to take you so we can... So we can give you like a, a decent salary. We'll give you it based on the amount of hours. We can give you a fixed salary. I was like, yeah, no, that's uh, that's good. That's perfect. Um, I mean, I, I don't even have uh, enough skills to work at that point. So I, I I was I was willing to work to do it for free. But he's a he's a genuine person, and he offered me this alternative. I told him like, uh, Daniel, if you do give me like a fixed salary, it's gonna probably gonna be too much on you at that at that point. And I don't really want to do it because there's there's still a lot I need to learn, and a lot of the time that I'm gonna spend with you is gonna go towards gonna be dedicated towards learning the language and the frameworks they were using. Uh, however, I believe the one mistake I did was I wasn't courageous enough to take the job, 
and to to go through the struggle and do whatever the job whatever was required for me to actually do my job and do it well i i was scared to disappoint uh, i wanted to stay in my bubble so i refused the offer after he gave it to me and after i signed uh, some papers uh, sorry daniel for this he was he was very accepting which is nice um and uh, which was good as well because that kept us uh, friends and that kept us close and you can see uh, we still chat to each other every once in a while uh, so that's one thing for you guys to take from the story is uh, during internships like so what you're doing an internship you, you just go there try your best uh, get out of your comfort zone because work is not always easy. It's going to require you to do things that you have not done before. To You're going to experience situations that you've never experienced before. So this is all part of the learning experience. It's part of growing up. It's, it's part of... It, it basically shapes you to become a more qualified person. Uh, so that's one of my regrets, definitely. Um, but, you know, after that, I, I, I managed to get a job. However, the... It was, it was an exhausting, very exhausting process because I have not secured an internship beforehand. I've compared myself to other people who did uh, have a uh, job offer. Sorry, who did do an internship. They, most of them were able to get this um, a job at the company they interned at. Um, and that made it... And that allowed them to check one thing off the list before they even came into fourth year. Now, when I first started my fourth year I was like oh my god I I need to start applying to jobs I need to make sure my CV is uh, is well formatted well structured it shows uh, everything that I need to show uh, to attract uh, employers um, now I've applied a lot to a lot of companies it was exhausting I I think I applied to around 150 or 160 positions and out of those 160 different applications, I only managed to secure two jobs. I mean, I did it at the end of the day, but it just shows you how much more you need to do to secure one. Uh, however, if you do take the necessary steps, you can actually avoid all this trouble. Now, out of the 160, I've also I, I've managed to secure a lot of interviews, but again, Every interview was an ongoing learning process and I made a lot of mistakes and each time I've improved. But at, at that point where you're, um, you know, you're applying for a job, you're under the pressure to get one, to get one before you even graduate, uh, it, made, it just made things more and more difficult. Um, for me, each one was like, you either it's, it's a make it or break it opportunity. And I, I believe I really wanted to... Uh, just uh, sorry like continue working abroad i didn't want to come back to jordan however at the, at the end of the day there were certain factors that did play a role in my decision when i got the two offers because one of the offers was in jordan the other one was in cambridge a lot of factors uh, did play um, or contributed to me making the decision to stay in jordan and i'm not saying that i'm sad that i am saying in jordan i am actually really happy um, I'm, I'm, the people i'm working with are amazing to be honest uh, they're they they always wish you the best. There's no this, there's no toxicity in the environment or in the culture. And I give this to the HR people for knowing who to hire, and I give it to the people themselves for being uh, genuine, for being nice, and for being helpful. Um, 
So yeah, if you want to apply for a job and you want to really have fun, I would definitely recommend Progresoft. I swear to God, they didn't tell me to do, to say these things, <laughs> but uh, that just shows you how much uh, how much I like working there. Now a lot of people ask, oh, are you gonna leave? Or are you gonna stay? Are you gonna are you deciding to go abroad? I'm not thinking about any of those at the moment. I've decided just I'm I'm focusing on just building, gaining some experience first, and then we'll see where the the wind takes us. Hopefully, I'll stay with them uh, and progress with them. And yeah, we'll see what the future holds for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people tend to get depressed or maybe they feel down when they're applying to jobs. Um, I mean, I told you 160, it's not easy. Every day where I had to go and like apply for like five different companies or five different positions, go and check what is open, what is not. I had you know, I had to do some preparations as well uh, for each company, maybe read a little bit about it. I had to write some cover letters for at least like most of them, at least like 60% or 70% of the companies. Each one required understanding what the company um, was focused on, what sector it, uh, it operated in, what were their goals, aims and ambitions and what skills I have that I could contribute to the company's success. Writing cover letters is a pain uh, however, once you do like the first 10 or 20, you kind of get the hang of it. So you start doing them a bit faster, but it just shows you like that, that. I mean, that's what it is. That is life. You have to go through the pain, even if you do not agree with the way the company is doing it. But if you are not doing it, just keep in mind, there are like maybe a million others who are doing the same thing that who are doing the thing that you are not doing. So just pick it up, have some motivation, have some belief in yourself. Um, interviews could be exhausting they could be draining they could be uh um, they could just suck the energy out of the air and uh, suck the energy out of you but uh always keep in the back of your head that this is a learning experience and with each interview you're you're gaining more and more experience you're knowing what to anticipate um that's all i have to say for now to be honest uh as I've told you, as I said in the beginning, and I was, as I said in the middle, I'm going to repeat again. I'm a, just a bit distracted. Um, I'm not thinking clearly, uh, which is why I'm stuttering maybe a lot, a lot more than usual. Uh, maybe my ideas aren't as coherent. However, I'll make sure to pick it up for next time. Uh, other than that, have a good day and hope to see you soon. Uh, adios.